Hi, I'm Van Kelly, and at one point through marriage, I was related to Ed Helms. Hey, I'm Paul Patrick, and I was in the chess club in high school, never won a game. What is happening, everyone, and welcome to our show, Every Day I'm Different, a podcast celebrating the ironies of our personalities. Each episode, me, Van Kelly, and my co-host, Paul, will give you guys an insight into our lives through some personal stories on a variety of topics. What's happening, Paul? Not too much. A little chilly, but uh, got a little warmed up a minute ago. Feeling I, good. I Ready to go. Not made the transition to turning in full, turning on full heat in my apartment yet. I could have brought a coat. I so. should have maybe told you. Yeah, you know. Uh, so, I think you're going first today. Yes. Um, and I know your topic, but I wish I didn't. Go yeah. ahead. You may introduce it to the right, well, let's, let's get warmed up here with some ice cream. Ice cream. I ice cream. Love ice cream. Yeah. Was that your half-baked? Was that half-baked? No, that was my oh, ice cream. Good. It's not very good. But, I gotcha. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I love ice cream, Paul. Yes, I know. I knew you would be thrilled <laughs> and excited to talk about this. Yes. Pretty much aside from like the occasional candy bar. Okay. Really the only dessert I eat. Interesting. Yes. Okay. All right. I I it's I I am a, a dessert lover as you might be able to tell by looking at me. I, but no, I uh, actually didn't know that about. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I thought you more a savory guy. Oh, I got a got a big sweet tooth. Okay. Um and ice cream is is up there, but it's maybe not my favorite. I'm going to need your top 3 since you are top three top okay three. man um i might have to say pie is number one disgusting not and even the thing in my is, top 30 ice creams often are a, a an accompaniment to those pies you know but if you're uh, eating the busted weak ass ice cream uh, we'll talk about that we'll okay. talk about that okay um i might go number two with like cookies and bars i love a cookie i i cannot pass up a cookie or a cookie like bar and uh, i think those are different Cookies and bars. Cookies and bars. Are well, different. see, when I think bars, I mean like brownies and yes, blondies. Yes, those are not cookies, man. Uh, I don't know. They, I think they're in the same family. No, you know, family. But now nah, you can't. No, nah, it's a different thing. All right, then yeah. I have to break it up. I say okay. cookies and then bars. Oh wow. Uh, okay. I don't. Bars are up there, man. You get a, a delicious brownie, a, a delicious raspberry strudel kind of. You know. Oh man. Ugh, strudels. I don't like <laughs> strudels. Do you um like your? How do you like your blondies? Because that's. Uh, they can go a lot of different ways. Um, I'd rather they be just like a chocolate chip cookie, but in bar forms. I don't like a lot of nuts in my blondies. Me either. What about coconut? Um, well, I think that's a different beast altogether. I oh, love really? a seven layer bar or a dream bar. No, not for me. Oh, Too much man. going on. Oh, love. I like them. simplicity, really. To be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, if if so, the traditionals like cupcakes and and cakes don't even. I love for a you. cake, but honestly, a cake is usually just too much. Like a slice of cake, you're just like, oh, somebody share this with me. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it's, true. It's a, a cake is a special occasion thing. And okay. Cupcakes kind of but on ice, the same level. But ice cream's not in your top three then. See, no, I, I guess I'd have to say ice cream is at least number three. Oh, okay. And it might, it might edge out cookies sometimes, but... Uh, now, why didn't you want to talk about pies then? If pies oh, well, that's one. a different podcast altogether. Okay. I think ice cream is a, a fertile ground topic. I think there's a lot to cover. 
If my ice cream isn't fertile when I buy it, it is by the time it gets home, let me uh, tell you. Jizzy ice cream. Yeah, that's the problem we all have. I wonder if there's a jizz-flavored ice cream out there. Oh, man. Probably I, in Korea. You want to talk about weird flavors Or first. Japan? Would you try mayonnaise ice cream? I don't eat mayonnaise mm-hmm. and look at trailer people who do through shifty eyes. Okay. No, I don't like That was a big meme this last summer. No, I would. some place sorry. that had mayonnaise ice cream I would on the try, menu. Um, um, like my favorite condiment is like oil and vinegar or yeah. Italian dressing. Like if somebody came up with like an Italian dressing gelato, I'm, well, they or ice have cream. olive oil ice cream, right? Yeah. I would try those. Yeah, yeah. but no mayonnaise. See, uh, mayonnaise that was it. It harshly divided my friends, who, um, and most of them were on against. And you guys it. all tried it? Like I have not. Um, okay. There's like you know specialty shops someplace that do it as a as a lark. Uh-huh. Um, what city and, was this in? Did they travel to do this? Um, I feel like one of my friends saw it. Somewhere on the East Coast, I just don't remember where. It's yeah. not. It's not a widespread thing, right? But I think it makes total sense yeah. because mayonnaise is just oil and eggs, and yeah. that's in you know custard ice creams anyway. Right. So I, I bet it was okay. I bet I you bet they probably put like a little garlic in it, maybe. They could have tarted it up that yeah. way, but uh, but yeah. Let's sorry, let's back up from the the gross flavors. Yeah, you lead us what where about, we want to go. What about what what is your favorite ice cream? Birthday cake or cake batter? Period. No questions asked. Okay. And does yes. it matter where it's from? Oh, absolutely. I figured. I, have, I know. I have uh, two, th- I have three locations uh-huh. that I a- actively tell people about um, yeah. that I think are worth their time that I've been to. Yeah. Now, I haven't been And they're everywhere. on both East and West Coast, aren't both, they? Both on East and West Coast. Yeah. Yes. yeah. They, I know um, your ice cream. Yes, yeah. you do. <laughs> uh, now, to be fair... I have never dabbled in the ice cream scene of New York City, probably the, the city I've visited the most. I, don't, I feel like New York's not really known for their ice cream exactly. There's, there's a couple places that I've been true. to. Like there's a place called Big Gay Ice Cream that you can now get their pints like at Wawa, uh, gas station. Oh, yeah, the Unicorn. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And they're, they're, uh, That place looks good. They've got uh, shops up in New York. That's where they yes. started. And uh, they're quite good. <clears throat> but they're pretty simple. It's just like soft serve on a cone with a couple of tarted up bits. Yeah. Um, and and then I've been to a, a gelato place up there that was good, but it was, was not original in New York. It was an Italian place that opened right. up in New York. So, yeah. Okay. So, um, my favorite ice cream I have probably ever had, if you're on the West Coast in the L.A. or the Portland, Oregon area, you may know it is called Salt and Straw. Okay. What I like about this place is they have, um, and I think this is the way to go. If you run an ice cream shop and you don't do this, I don't understand your thought process. They have uh, about eight to ten staple flavors that okay. never change. Okay. Right? And then you, the classics, you'll have right. a vanilla, chocolate, a salted caramel of some sort, yeah. like cookies and cream or whatever. And then a couple house specialties that are there all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, not 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 special flavors rotational. I'm saying like of the eight or ten, they have things they do well. Okay. And then they have about eight or ten also that they rotate either season, seasonal seasonals yeah. or monthly or whatever. Yeah. While I was there, I was I and this is why I like them so much. If they do a specialty, they will send off to the farthest reaches of this fucking planet to get the best of that food to make the ice cream. For instance, I have family from Vermont, so if there's any state that that I know knows maple, it's Vermont. Sure. So I got a maple fennel ice cream, 
And I swear to God, the uh, the maple farm where they had brought the maple in from, it's like 15 miles from where my dad grew up. And we See? go there every time. So I know that they had a coffee one where they brought the coffee beans in from Peru. And they... Yeah. Uh, what was some That's of the, the place. Other? You need a place that who knows the their shit. Right. They're bringing in the best that they can get. Their vanilla they had like it. 50 different vanilla beans. Right. Right. All right. that sort of stuff. Okay. Then on the East Coast. Now, uh, was, did, was their birthday cake? Did you have their birthday cake? Did they have? They had. Because I'm like curious if a place like that have a birthday cake. They did not cake. have a birthday cake as a regular. Okay. Okay. Their regular that I would recommend is the salted caramel ribbon. Amazing. Um... I had just missed because a buddy of mine had been there earlier and the summer seasons are the fruit stuff like the maple and the fennel. The fennel was the vegetable and that was the fall seasonal. This was a summer thing. They had boy or uh, Marion Berry birthday cake. Oh, so they had Marion Berry ice cream mixed with birthday cake and chunks of birthday cake in it. Okay. It sounds amazing. I've never tried it there. I have had Marion Berry uh Birthday cake ice cream from I think it's called Jubilees in Washington D.C. I've heard that that place is good. I've it is. Not been it there. is. That's another place I will tell people about. I have had some very good ice cream there. Yeah. And then in kind of a small city uh, on the East Coast, Richmond, Virginia, the capital. Yeah. There's a place called Gelati Celesti, and oh, that's yes. probably my favorite on the East Coast that I've tried. Oh, absolutely amazing. Now there are tiny places and little towns and spots I've been. Like I got some raspberry ice cream in Idaho once. That mm-hmm. was. Unbelievable! Did you know raspberries are like in the top three exports of Idaho? I had no idea. Yeah, raspberries apparently a big Idaho thing. I only think of potatoes, obviously. Me yeah. too. And uh, they have some damn good. What about yourself? Where are your go-to places? Uh, go-to flavor, first of all. Favorite, uh-huh. if, if they have a peanut butter, peanut butter chocolate, that is absolutely going to be my go-to okay. first. I have a buddy so, who's the same way. So, like, do you, uh, do you, do you uh, stand for Baskin-Robbins? Like, is that going to be, oh, like, I wanted to talk about what major chains. Are you going to, are you going to deal with the Dairy Queen if you have to? Or oh, Baskin-Robbins? I have no problems or? eating a blizzard. Yeah, okay. I have no problems with that. So, But those kind of places, I only get vanilla. Oh, interesting. I yes. was going to ask about like, I don't the, the mess standard around flavors, with, like, yeah, if I, I'll get an Oreo blizzard if I go out to some place like that. So, yeah, my favorite place um, that I know of is Gelati Celesti as well. Yeah. And their uh, Just Ask and Don't Ask flavors okay. are like either dark chocolate or white chocolate and with, you know, giant ribbons of peanut butter and Oreo cookies. And, oh, man, that stuff is terrific. But peanut butter, peanut butter, whatever. So Chocolate butter and peanut butter is going to be my go-to. From from uh, Gelati's, I had uh, a while ago, I think maybe towards the start of fall, I made it to Richmond. And they had a honey ice cream with ribbons of peanut butter. Oh, that sounds amazing. It was... It oh, was I missed out. It's now in my top three favorite ice oh. creams I've ever had, probably. So, that's my next question. We've got these favorite flavors of ours. Birthday yes. cake or right, salted yeah, yeah. caramel ribbon. But you just said if you go to Baskin Robbins, you're going to get, like, just vanilla. Yeah. And I, I was going to ask, do you ever just have plain chocolate vanilla? I have plain vanilla a lot. Wow, I think, okay. To me, it's like, um, I'm not sure if you are familiar with Barstool Sports, but the founder does a very famous uh, little web series called One Bite. Everybody knows the rules. It's He's tried, you know, pizza every weekday for like two years straight now. 
every place in Manhattan and Brooklyn, he's tried them all and he rates them. Okay. He goes plain cheese all the time because he yeah. says that's the base. You kind of have to start there to judge an ice cream place by its. So that's if I go to a new place yeah. that birthday cake isn't there, I'll usually go right for the vanilla just to judge its quality. That is a good a good tactic, yeah, I'd imagine. Right. But I also just I always feel like oh, just vanilla. That's a side dish. That's a, I'm having a piece of pie and I want vanilla. Like I don't yeah. want necessarily just to ask ice cream with my you know pecan apple pie, pie or pecan yeah. pie. I want a, a scoop of vanilla. So, so I was gonna ask you this: What is your favorite thing to put a scoop of ice cream? With vanilla ice cream, with uh, pie. Um, okay, I would that's go your with favorite. A, go your next though. Uh, a brownie, I think. A brownie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. not bad. Yeah, or cake. I mean, cake and ice cream. You know, for and a birthday. See, I don't like mixing cake with ice cream. At yeah. All. You have you have ever to. messed around with a waffle? Ooh, I have. I've Waffles had waffle and ice Sundays. cream is oh, amazing. Man. I just saw an article today about somebody's favorite childhood sandwich was a peanut butter and jelly on Eggos, and now I'm, I'm, I really want to try that. That sounds amazing. I don't like peanut butter and jelly. It's oh, trailer, trailer man. food. But, but on an Eggo, making it trashier? That <laughs> is really... That's like... I it's, don't, it's come back. It's lapped. It's I no longer a, trashy. <laughs> I had a buddy who I hung out with like in my middling years after yeah. college before I settled down sort of thing. <laughs> You know, and he was telling me him and his buddies in college would go late night, obviously stoned when you're when you hear the culmination of the story and they would get Totino's party pizzas, you know. Again, yeah. Totino's Party Pizzas make those. Go out to Wendy's, get, get the frosty. nuggets. Oh, no, nuggets. The nuggets. Okay. Put the nuggets in the Totino's, roll it up, and make like a chicken pizza burrito. <laughs> well, on the ice cream topic, yeah. so a waffle is a terrific idea. Now, I had a, a girlfriend in college who her big thing was putting ice cream on just a regular bun. She liked it on a re- – like, like a hot dog bun? Yeah. That's and a weird thing to do. I thought so too, but yeah. then go to Italy, and that's a thing you'll find. Like it's an ice cream sandwich and it's not necessarily a hot dog bun, obviously, but it's not like a sweet cake. It's maybe a a brioche type bread. Oh, now brioche is, I was imagining a potato roll. Right, exactly. Disgusting. But I still even think the potato roll kind of works okay. It wasn't my, my, my... I wasn't my. Has any everybody fan. anybody ever tried dipping of a Bavarian pretzel in vanilla ice cream? Oh, I feel like that, that would be, be delicious. The salty and the sweet yes. and the yeah, yeah. God. A pretzel bun. Put some ice cream on a pretzel yes. bun. Yes, Paul. So. Let's start this. Yeah. I there's got to be some good pun for that. No, nothing really rhymes with pretzel, <laughs> and ice cream is a very different word. Yeah, that's tough. Now you've never been to Italy, right? So <sighs> thanks for rubbing it in, Paul. <laughs> you've only been to North America. I have uh, only been to North America because now, I, despite my hatred of them, big trailer person. So here, how do you feel about ice cream versus custard versus gelato? Um, ice cream, frozen yogurt, and gel- and uh, custard are yep. all interchangeable to me. Okay. Uh, you don't I, t- like, taste a difference? I, I don't taste much of a difference. It's not a huge difference. Not yeah. a big... Not like, so do you, do you know the difference? Yeah, it's is? like egg yolk or yeah, something like that. Yeah, custard's got to have yolk. Right. I forget what yeah. makes uh, frozen yogurt different. Um, no milk or something. Well, right? I, I'm assuming it's they use, you know, cultured yogurt, or they're supposed yeah. to anyway. So... I mean, ice cream is by far, I think, my favorite, and I would prefer yeah. and ask for ice cream all the time. But I, and if I, if I'm like in the mood and and the closest place, or somebody drives by a frozen yogurt or custard place, it's perfectly fine. I would yeah. never turn my nose up at it. Gelato, 
I think, are for greasy Italians and disgusting hipsters. Now, Gelati Celesti, I think or they're going that. for gelato. Disgusting Italians and greasy hipsters. Now, Both. do you know the difference between gelato and ice cream? Uh, there's no milk in gelato, right? No, it's no, no. It's kind of like the opposite. Water. That, no, you're thinking of like, uh, uh, what's that called? Sorbet. Sorbet, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so gelato is um, going to be using milk, but with less fat. So ice cream is usually milk and cream and right. sugar and flavorings, yeah. but gelato is usually just milk. And it's churned, I want to say, at a lower temperature, and it's definitely churned more slowly. So American Philadelphia-style ice yes. cream technically has more air in it than gelato does. So gelato has kind of a denser, silkier. Right, yeah. So, yeah. and yeah, when you So have, I misspoke. Yeah. I was thinking of sorbettos. Yes. Sorbettos yeah. are for greasy, disgusting Italians and hipsters. <laughs> Italian water ice or whatever. Yes. And, and gelatos. Really New Jerseyites. Or for classy, yes. you know, you know. And, I mean, everybody can be like, oh, it's all better over there. But, yeah, when you get to Italy and you have Italian gelato, it's just, they're, they're, it's just better. But it's would you have better. rather have Italian gelato or American ice cream? Italian gelato. You are a traitor, a yeah. fascist. I will gladly. I believe you're related to Mussolini. Uh-huh. That's you right. I'm not going to tell you what kind of hand symbols I'm making right terrible. now. Terrible. Oh. No. Yeah, gelato is it's where it's at. No. Oh. Your favorite place, Gelati Celesti. It's in the name. Dude, they're think, making ice cream. That's no, just. I think they're making gelato. I think that they're. No, that's ice cream. We've talked to them. Me and my buddy have talked. Oh, you've them. asked. It's oh, just yes. the name? Okay. It's just the name. It has nothing to do with it. It is ice cream. So they're using. So like uh, ice Ice cream has to have at least 10% butter fat, usually has more. Gelato has about 4 to 9%. Yeah. So, Italian gelato is also served about 10 to 15 degrees warmer. That's why it kind of yeah. gets smoother. I, I really right. thought Gelati Celesti was gelato. Oh, no. that's okay. They have that freezer there with the pints. Well, yeah. I mean, that's well, I mean, cold as shit ice cream. You don't the, store, yeah. uh, what are we talking about? Gelato like that. Uh-huh. You don't store gelato like that. You store gelato. Well, leftover gelato you're going to take home later. Yeah. You put it in the fridge. No, 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 no. You put it in the freezer. No? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you wouldn't put gelato would still melt. Oh. I mean, it's still gonna melt. Yeah. Anyway, so so all right, so yes. there we are on where we land on ice cream versus gelato. So um, toppings or so, and bowl or cone. Yeah, um, almost always bowl. It is super rare that I go for a cone. Only if somebody's like, Crazy. we handmade this cone just now. Well, Gelati Celeste hand makes their cones yeah, right Yeah, sure. There. And yeah. delicious, you know. Yeah. But, uh, oh, there's a place called Jenny's Ice Cream. That's, In uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Well, it's all over the country now. Yeah, but it started there, right? I don't think so. Maybe it did. I thought but, it did, uh, but I've been there to, uh, the one in Atlanta, anyway. They Georgia. make they make cones right on right there on site. Not a site. fan. Not that uh, big of a fan. I thought oh, it was overrated. Oh man, some of their stuff is delicious. Some, some yeah. I had one like uh, ooey gooey cookie or something like the that. The butter butter cake maybe. Yes. Yeah, that's delicious. That was good, but yeah. Eh. I'd rather just have a good uh, oh, birthday cake. I'm so cake. hungry right now. <laughs> well, so, uh, yeah, we love ice cream. Uh, check out, uh, uh, what's it called, Sugar and Straw? Salt and Straw. Salt and Straw. Jubilee. Uh-huh. And uh, Gelati, Gelati Celesti. Yes. Yep. There's also one I really, really wanted to try in Louisville, Kentucky, but I did not get a chance to. It's supposed to be amazing. I think I've heard of this. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, Paul, are we ready to get on to our second topic of the I day? I think so. Now, this one... I was imagining, and this, uh, I know we have a time limit. You've got to be somewhere today. So we've yeah. got about 24 minutes. 
So that gives us about half and half time, 10, 12 minutes. I think we're good on that. Okay. I don't really want to talk about the idea of them, although we can touch on that. But I, I brought this up because specifically me and you both have side art projects. Okay. So our listeners may not know this. We may have mentioned them in passing. I, I know I have, I think. Okay. You. I don't remember. Maybe. I can't remember if you have or not. Yeah. So. Uh, I just want to little talk a little bit about them because I've got some more questions about yours that I've never asked, and, okay. and I don't think you've ever asked me about mine, Paul. But regardless, <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> let's uh, go ahead. You describe yours first. Your side art project that, that is in no way connected to our professor jobs, right? Absolutely, uh, no yeah. connection it's to the college. A hobby, it's yeah, a hobby, right? Yeah. So I have a friend uh, who is an artist, a painter, and you I have own, one friend. I only have the one friend. Yep. Um, and uh, I have a piece of hers that I really like. And a couple years ago, I was talking to her about trying to get more of her stuff because I want to support her, her art. And I think she's fantastic. Um, and, uh, uh, sorry, I already spaced out. I was lighting a cigarette. Um, she is a photographer or an artist. artist? She's an artist. She's okay. a painter. Um, God, I love she works painters. in lots of different media, but like you my, ever dated a painter? No, oh, no, man. I love painters. I've dated a couple painters. Hmm. God. Weirdos. Anyway, go on. So she's a former stripper, a uh, former dancer, and does pretty amazing work and is very focused on the female form. And so I thought, well, I'd love for her to produce... Is she a lesbian? Uh, bisexual. Bisexual. She's got two kids. She's married, you know. Okay. Uh, I hoped she would produce some nudes for me. Um, now, I asked her what her process always was, and she always finds a potential subject and photographs them and then paints gradually using the photo as reference. Mm. And I asked, well, have you ever photo- have you ever painted somebody whose picture you didn't take and somebody you didn't know? And she said, no. And so I wondered if there was anything to that at all. If um, I took a picture of somebody I knew or found a subject and tried to find an image of that person that I just thought was just the distillation of what made them beautiful and then give the photo to her without any introduction and then she paints what she sees, uh-huh. um, would there be different... Our different gazes, our different eyes, would we see something different? Um, so I, I've very haughtily called it the translation of beauty. Oh. I know, yeah. Mm. Um, and so, yeah. Some I've, time with exactly, Paul Patrick. Yeah. Um, I've been working on this for a couple of years. I've gotten uh, four people to pose for me at various times. Uh, not as easy as you'd think to find nude models, um, at least if you're not going to pay them. So, uh, that's, uh, being, uh, <laughs> I was going to say it surprised me until I heard that. Right. Yeah. Right. That's the first, is this a paying job? Yeah. Well, probably not. No. Um, yeah. Just so come to my apartment <laughs> and show me yourself. <laughs> Nothing. Funny story. I was uh, I was banned from OKCupid for asking people to partake in my project. Really? Because I get it. Like random guy. Now I, Cupid I, himself's like half nude. He's a little perv <laughs> himself. I've I've used a lot of different avenues to try and uh, find potential artists. You know, I've asked friends. I've had yeah. a couple of friends pose for me. I've put ads out on Craigslist. I've been on websites that are for this specifically. Um, but I, you know, being on dating sites a couple of years ago. I thought, well, why don't I just ask some people, you know, maybe they don't want to get coffee, but maybe they'd be yeah. interested in participating in this project. And I've gotten a lot of great response. I'm going to have to ask you to stop winking at me when you say <laughs> I was on dating sites a couple years ago. I know they can't see it. It's just between me and you. Of but course. it's making me uncomfortable. Right. So anyway, um, yeah, I've, I've been working on it for a couple of years. Um, my friend, the artist, has taken one of the shots and has uh-huh. got, done a couple of preliminary sketches of it. And yeah. Like, I am not 
even slightly artistic visually. Okay. I've always thought of myself as a consumer of art, not a producer Well, luckily you picked a a form, a, a visage that is not hard to make look good. That is a true story. Yes. But even just the couple of prelim sketches that she's done of one of my shots... I, I got a super charge out of it. It was so cool to see something that I had photographed taking life, in, uh, taking form in another, you know, another artistic expression. Cool. Now, so. see, I did not know that you were working with somebody who was then painting these. Yes, that's that's the whole well. that's the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, see, no, I thought it was just a photo collection. Oh no, no, like a like a no. The photos are a means maple to an end. Corp shoot, but without all the the big beautiful luminescent right. rocks everywhere. <laughs> Um, I'm not opposed to that, but yeah. I mean, so have you ever asked dudes? Um, no, I generally have approached women. Um, I've had women ask me, would you be interested in doing like a couple? Oh. And I would, I would totally yeah. do a couple. That would be fine. Yeah. Um, Geneva is more focused on the, my friend is more focused on the, the female form. And then just what my gaze, you know, I, I could photograph, uh, guys, but I just don't think I don't think that I'd get it. I find it shot. interesting you keep using gaze, like artistic gaze and yes. not artistic vision. Well, I think that's the, the more common term these days, the gaze. What? Really? I've never heard that. You've never heard the I've, gaze? The gaze. I've never oh, heard that. The male gaze has been a giant topic the last several years, what especially. What the fuck does that mean, the male gaze? Looking at people, especially women, especially um, kind of turning a woman into an object uh, with the gaze. Oh, but I thought you were talking about your artistic vision for your project. I thought you were calling it my artistic gaze. G-A-Z-E. Yeah. Right. That's what I am saying, yes. But you're just saying the gaze of, like, men oogling women. Well, that's one aspect. Why would you want an artistic gaze to be associated with oogling well, at women? I think it's just what, what in this t- uh, context, I'm using gaze as what am I seeing, and would Geneva see something else entirely? Oh, okay. So yeah, it's not your artistic vision. Your artistic vision is, like... What you want the whole project to look like and like represent and and yeah yeah but I don't know this may you know never turn into anything like that it may be that she sees exactly what I see yeah uh, there's not any difference she does uh, she says she's gifted with extra either cones or rods whichever one lets you see more color yeah she claims that she can see and so she kind of does some cool things with cool. color I'm I'm very jealous of people like that and yeah. colorblind people I wish <laughs> I you wish you were on one side or I the would other pay, I don't have a lot of money but I would pay upwards of like two to three thousand dollars to be colorblind for the rest of my life. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I my just brother's think, colorblind. I just think it would be oh. so cool to see the world differently than like the majority of all other. I've people. always been obsessed with that, like how we all agree, yeah, this is blue, and like oh, I don't yeah. know if don't you know this like, bizarre theory about how humans used to not be able to discern the color blue. Right. Yes. Um, so yeah, yeah. Oh, right. That's very interesting. Yeah. So I like that idea. I like that idea. Good luck to you. Thank in the you. Future. There's any uh, listeners out there? Yeah. Yeah. Hit yeah. me up at nudieproject.pervert.edu. No. <laughs> Dot edu? <laughs> You're going to Penn State? Is that uh, that's a topical joke? Right. Yeah. Right. Michigan State? What's more mm. What's more apt nowadays? I will say I've gotten a lot of shit from my friends about, oh, your nude art project, right? And they always use air quotes. Right. So, yeah. yeah. But no, I, I, yeah. Nice. Okay. Okay, what? 
where are we going from there? Oh, dude. Listeners, you see <laughs> how hard it is to drag a question about my own project out of Paul. I leave dead air waiting uh-huh. for him to kindly ask me about mine, but nothing. Oh, excuse me. Oh, um, yeah. Paul, you have a question for me? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. I see. Van Kelly over there. Yeah. Um, what is your artistic project? I. So you're leading uh, this conversation. Uh, <laughs> no, no, nothing. Sorry. We can edit that out. Um, Go ahead. I. Am uh, an aspiring author? Yeah. Yes. I know um, that. You, I say I've never asked you about your project. I mean, you, I've asked you, you if I can I'm, read it before. Nah, fuck off. You're not reading it. <laughs> well, all right then. Yeah, nobody gets to read it. Uh, uh, Barry I, has read it. I am. Yeah, uh, he is reading it. It's okay. not done. I am the a cow t- jump. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I, I write children's books. I love Barry. No, I was just <laughs> the speed at which he must be reading. It. Oh God, uh, he <laughs> asks me some dumb questions sometimes <laughs> about it, but I love him for doing it. Yeah. Um, so I am very interested in fantasy worlds, yeah. particularly the world building aspect. Yeah. But if you only do that without any sort of end game, I think that's kind of weird. Like if I was just drawing worlds and being like, this place is named this and that place is named that. I think that would be weird. Uh, uh, I want to interrupt I, real quick. There was an Onion yeah. article just yesterday. Yeah. The title is, uh, Grown Man Refers to Map at Beginning of Novel to Find Out Where Ruined Castle of Arnoth is Located. Awesome. <laughs> that sounds oh, like it could be directly from so my book. So it's just to the east of the Shrouded Moors, sources overheard the 36-year-old Ooh, man. Ooh, Shrouded Moors. <laughs> I like that. Um Yes, so that's what I do. I started about five years ago with a map and detailed history, and I got to a place where I wanted to write a book, and it changed drastically, and now I've started writing it the last two summers in our time off, Yeah, and uh, I've got big plans for it because... uh, Unbiasedly, because I am my own biggest, harshest judge. Yeah. Uh, Like, I'm very realistic about these podcasts and stuff like that. But I think my book is good so far. I'm about halfway done with it. Okay. I read it and I cry sometimes when I read it, which is. You mentioned that before on our crying episode. Oh, right, 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 right. So. Uh, I've got I've got big plans for it, and that's something I want to ask you too as well. Um, do you have plans for this art project uh, in any sort of capacity, or are you just doing it to do it and leaving it be? I am just le- doing it to do it. That is one of the first questions people ask me when yeah. I approach them: is what, where are you going to display? Is it for putting in a museum yeah. or? And so my answer is no. You'll never ask. Like even if let's say your wife. Uh, eventual wife, you know, meets a coworker at her job, and the coworker's like, "Oh, my uh, husband or wife owns an art gallery, yeah. and they're looking for like a nude exhibit or something." Right. Would you offer it, or do you not even want to? I would. Okay. Uh, if, if people were interested, I would. But that's not my goal. Yeah. Honestly, my original goal was what it is still simply that I would want to have it displayed in my home. I wanted to purchase art from my friend yeah. uh, that I would display um, in my home privately. And that's all I have interest in. If cool. if, she, if if she said, "Hey, this piece turned out really well. I'd like to put it in one of my exhibits." Right. Uh, obviously, I'd have to get the permission of the subject. Yeah. And yeah. 
Yeah, but so uh, I personally, and I want your opinions on this. I'm not sure if I've ever shared this with you. Uh-huh. I know I had a conversation with uh, our buddy Brandon, who has his own podcast uh, about it, and I can't remember if you were there when we talked about it or not. But if I write my, if I can, when I complete my first novel, which you know is hopefully first in like a ten book series, very long, very intricate, lots okay. of moving pieces, what have you. Um, if nobody picks it up, which based on numbers and statistics and data is most likely, I have a very intricate plan of what I want to do with it. And, really? I, and I'm curious if you've ever heard of anybody doing this or know of anything like this. All right. So I want, I'm going, I, I will start a web, web page, my yeah. own web page. Yeah. I will release a chapter of the book, like one a week. Okay. I will have a podcast where Barry probably, or other guests, other family members, friends I've let read the book, come on and discuss chapters, right. theories they have, stuff like that. It's kind of grassroots release. Grassroots release. Okay. And I will, you know, have uh, original artwork if people want to submit artwork of okay. characters. I will have, you know, Brandon will probably draw me a map eventually. That'll be on there for people to reference as they read. Okay. I want a grassroots, like, people to interact with it. Yeah. And I think that could be a positive thing. I can't believe other... Rising I, artists don't do that. I okay. feel like I've heard of that. I can't, I can't think of the specific example, but I know something recently somebody was doing that and they were kind of going around the country and giving like readings at bookstores that you couldn't even get the book in the yeah, store. See, I think that's fucking archaic yeah, and yeah. stupid at this point. Um, but Nobody they were even doing goes that to, to like, bookstores anymore. Well, like just to drum up, you know, popularity. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I heard at one of those some like daughter of a book executive would happen to be there yeah. and so got a deal out of it, got a book publishing deal. But I mean, the thing is you don't have to get published you can publish yourself. Right, yes. Um, yeah, I have yeah. a friend, uh, well, I'm not going to call her a friend. Yeah. I have an insane Instagram person I follow uh-huh. who has self-published her own book in the last year. And, oh, fuck, it's annoying. But it's uh, it's like a, it's a memoir of her life. Oh, like, Jesus, oh, Jesus. Jesus, yeah. But she's managed to get her book into bookstores, independent bookstores. She's gotten people to choose it as a book club, uh, you know, read. And so she's gone and given yeah. talks. Like the, the the amount of legs that this right. project has had, so yeah, I mean, it absolutely happens right. that it's. And not- I'm lucky enough to be dedicated and enjoy, and my passion is kind of what's hot, and not even burning hot. I feel like it's still on its rise up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because in the next few years, you know, like my favorite book series of all time, Wheel of Time, is going to get made. Into- into a TV show. Sure. You've got that big uh, Amazon Lord, Lord of, the of the Rings coming yeah. back out. Game I of Thrones th- right. is not I've, ending anytime soon. No. <laughs> so. Um, so I feel confident in that there are going to be, like, I know when I finish, I have enough friends already yeah. and family members and stuff who read fantasy that they're going to read my books simply because they enjoy and read a lot of fantasy to begin with. Yeah, I mean, that's that seems like a genre that everybody is massively hungry for. I yeah. have a buddy who, that's all he does is yeah. read fantasy series after fantasy series on his Kindle. Yeah. You know, he's probably read hundreds of series. Right. You know, and he'd read yours, no problem. I... Um, I don't like to toot my horn, uh, except most always anytime I can. (laughs) I am a pretty good predictor of what is up and coming and what the next like big Hollywood TV movements are going to be. Okay. Like, I'm not sure if I mentioned on on here or not, but I, you know, I had like a, a zombie TV 10 episode 
series written out three years before they had ever mentioned Walking Dead being mm-hmm. turned. Like, gotcha. I, I just saw it as a great potential. Yeah, I well, called, zombies were hot as shit there for a minute, and that show's still it, on. It was before but, that. I just recognized oh, I mean, that yeah. zombies were a great way to, right. like... Right. And then I, I called the resurgence of uh, Westerns, which have really come back, and yeah. the modern Westerns. So I really think you're going to start seeing... In the same way that you know how Westerns don't have shared universes and there aren't sequels in Westerns. They're one and they're done. I honestly think movies, you're going to see a lot of fantasy Hmm. one and dones. Okay. You're going to have people with these very creative, cool, awesome ideas that they just make an awesome story around. I'd love for that to happen, but I think that Hollywood, A, and then maybe the publishing industry, too, would be totally against that because they're about how do we we get uh, three movies out of the one Hobbit? How do we we monetize this to its potential? Why would you not want a sequel to this? But I don't know. People love, like, you know, uh, uh, Hell or High Water, Wind River, No Country for Old Men, and nobody's ever like... No, you can't. Well, what happened to Anton Chigurh after (laughs) he broke his arm? Like, motherfucker, nothing (laughs) happened. He kept being Anton Chigurh. Deal with it. Some country for old men. (laughs) Anton Boogaloo. That's, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, those are our side projects, people. We would love to hear from you. Where can yeah. they get in contact with us, Paul? Check us out on Facebook. Search for Everyday I'm Different or on Twitter at EDID Podcast. We are on the grid. That's right. Officially. Uh, so yeah, by the time you guys hear this, hopefully we have some followers. We'd love to hear uh, responses, ideas. Yeah. Uh, but no, nothing negative. I've heard Twitter. <laughs> Twitter is really good. We're very thin-skinned. Yes. So only positive yes. uh, cock-sucking God reviews. forbid, and, and, and it would be a real shame if you guys, you know, were rude to us on Twitter. We would yeah. absolutely hate that. Man, right. Alright, any last thoughts on any of this stuff, Paul? I'm too cold for ice cream right now. Oh, really? But I really want some. I'm going to have some later. Yeah. Okay, what kind? Uh, oh, that's a good question. It was my what? birthday recently, so I actually have a uh, Baskin Robbins uh, free kid scoop coming my way. So it might be some uh, peanut butter chocolate. Nice. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to us. I'm Van Kelly. See ya. Bye.